on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Digging deep and breaking down exactly how that Z Flip glass comes together and investigating why Samsung chose this build quality. Plus, does anyone feel bad about the backlash against Bezos? Happy birthday, Nicholas Copernicus. Sorry, hey, I couldn't help ha- myself. Happy birthday. I'm that just one of our commenters. That. Yeah, that's one of our colleagues, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's an OG CNetter. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. First comment comes in from our old friend Brian. Uh, I was hoping the Z Flip screen would not deform when you press your fingernail like you saw on Jerry Rig Everything's Teardown. Uh, and also, we're right there with everybody else in the chat. Uh, Jerry Rig Everything is an awesome channel. Um, Yan is asking if we're going to get a real Z Flip to try. Oh, well, it's funny you should say that. We've Yan. got the Z Flip. I have one sitting here right next to me. Actually, hey, Marta, would you do me a favor and run this out? To Roger, so he can like get a better view on it, and we can actually talk about Ooh. it a little bit here. Yeah, today. just blow some dust in it. Actually, you're right. You know what? I it is it is pretty, um, but you can see the crease there already. One thing we forgot to talk about, by the way, was the, the during the the promo, like the launch, they had this like slick promo video talking about the the brushes. I saw that that would like blow off yeah. the dust and basically say like, oh, it's it's pretty much dustproof because those brushes will will you know wipe away all the dust or, or brush away. The dust. I the iFix a teardown though showed that like they they actually shook in a bag full of dust. Um, you know they tried opening and closing it and they found that there was tons of dust left. Like it did it basically didn't do anything in terms of preventing dust from getting in this phone, which was a big issue with the original Galaxy. Yeah. Fold. So don't uh, smoke cigarettes around uh, your Fold Flip S Z or whatever the hell it is. Or don't like put out your cigarette. Um, yeah, I, I use a lot of my flip phones, at my foldable phones as ashtrays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what you do with a $1,300 phone, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're that rich. Yes. Yes. That's a bar move. Yeah, I, I make a lot of money as a mid-level reporter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What questions do we got, Brian? Uh, let's talk to Timothy. Does, uh, does the flip depend on Google's fast response to apps integration? Or will Samsung... Uh, come out with their own apps for it, like with their own camera app, and you know the core stuff you would come to expect out of a phone. Uh, that's a great question. I think it's a little bit of both. If you were to depend on just Samsung alone for apps, I think you'd be in trouble. Samsung has a pretty mixed track record of developing apps. I mean, like the, the camera app, sure. There's stuff like that 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 would be great. That kind of makes better use of this phone, but it's definitely going to require Google to uh, you know better support foldable screens as a form factor. They are doing that the next version of Android, so there's definitely support for it coming, but it's I don't know if developers are willing to, to jump on isn't developing apps for this because it's such a niche market right now. Also, isn't it different for this flip phone specifically, also what Razer has been doing? Because the apps, the OS that they, Android has been developing is more for like the normal size phone that turns into a tablet right. size, right? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just a normal size uh, phone from that what turns I understand, into a it's phone. supposed to be the the android one's supposed to be flexible for different ones mm-hmm. um like it's not it's not uh dependent on one form factor mm-hmm. um but you're right in that motorola because these phones are coming out before any kind of android integration yeah. motorola created their own kind of like different apps partly especially mm-hmm. for the front screen like integration from the front to the back screen this one i haven't had a chance to really test out any of the custom apps for this so i can't really speak yeah. to that but our reviews coming out shortly. I so. thought it was pretty dumb that they didn't put like a screen on they the just folded. Have, they yeah, just have I this. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, the Razer has the the large screen, yeah. which is kind of nice. Because the whole point of the whole point of having like the foldable one where you make it smaller so you, is that you can, yeah, like, look at it. Look yeah, at you could still use that. because like, yeah. now know. you just op- like you're just gonna open into a larger phone where it's like that looks dumb to me, man. I'm not. I I hate this so much. Really? 
Yeah. I'm okay with it. Um, it's like a Game Boy SP. I, I wouldn't. That's kind of why I like it. I like. I love the Game Boy SP. It was great. No. Nah. All right. Fine. Uh, what else we got, Brian? I, I'm very indifferent to the Z Flip. Um, I I, 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 I do say I prefer the I prefer the Razer aesthetically. It looks nicer. The uh, the notification screen's nicer, but this feels like a more solid phone. I'm just yeah. more offended that it doesn't have a screen when it's closed. That makes no sense. Just to this. Me. It's Does such it do a waste. Else? It's such a waste. Yeah, that's true. This is just, yeah, that's true. You guys know me. My highest priorities are battery life and durability. And while it's not flexing the greatest battery life on the market, it's got to be more durable than the uh, Razer. So if I put it side by side, I'll take it. It has a bigger battery than the Razer, by the way. The Razer, I think, has a a particularly weak battery for a flagship phone. This is pretty standard with your, like, normal iPhone ten. Galaxy S phone. It's not quite as sure. strong as a, a Note or anything, but it's it's okay. Also, like most people are not chucking their phones at the wall, so I mean, I, except I, for Brian. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, dur- yeah. like your definition of durability might be different. No, than no, ours. you would. I don't think you would want to chuck the, this phone against the wall. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a few other questions coming in. Uh, let's talk to Nathan. Nathan Berger asks, uh, "I'm not sure why anyone believed Samsung." when they said that it was a foldable glass. Uh, I think that foldable phones won't be a decent quality for another couple of years. How long do you think that will take? Uh, yeah, I, I tend to agree. It's going to be a couple of years. Why I'm excited about you know these phones is because this, this does mark the start of a new category. I think we will all be using foldable phones at some point when it's cheaper and more practical and more durable. Uh, like Companies like Corning are actually working on like legit foldable glass that Ooh, bends and is more durable. Um, and so that's, that's why I'm excited, but it is going to take a couple of years, but I do believe we will all be using foldable phones at some point. That's an interesting spot to take. Uh, I don't know if I would agree with you, but I, it's I controversial. It's, it's, they will definitely it. be back on the market. That's for sure. Whether you can talk me into getting one, we'll see. Alfred, how do you feel? Uh, I, I mean, it kind of seems like a gimmick to me. I don't, I don't think it'll last. Um, and I've watched enough anime to know that the future foldable phones are the future. <laughs> I want the slidable phone to come back. That's what I always want. I mean, there's something like that coming out soon, right? Yeah, TCL just showed off a concept phone where it it, it slides out to a bigger screen, which is kind of cool. I'm trying to... I'm way off mic right now because I'm trying to search for it and find find evidence of it so we can take a look at it. We'll come back to it, though. Uh, In the meantime, as far as Z Flip uh, goes, what do we at CNET have planned for tests? Uh, Are we going to be doing the open and close test? Uh, Are we going to do... Or did we do, I haven't even watched our own drop test. I know uh, Lexi and Vanessa did that last week. Yeah, we did do a drop test. Yeah, did they do it with the case on? Somebody wants to know. Uh, good question. I didn't watch it because I was still on paternity leave. Yeah, you so. got a good excuse. I don't have a good excuse. <laughs> um, I, but we can drop the link on that uh, or share the link on our uh, Twitter account. Of course, and we'll put it in the description and link it in the video yep. here. Um, it's a, They're always fun to watch. I just haven't gotten to this one yet because we're still doing our own stuff with the flip here. And in uh, terms of the open and close test, that's I think that's TBD. Got it. Like the hinge is so like structured that like you can't close it by like I know, it. I, I can't I can't slam my phone oh, wait, down. Well, kind, you can kind of if it's like half folded, but otherwise, yeah. But like from a You have to use two hands to close it. Yeah. That's my favorite part about a flip phone that you can just, just like flip it yep. close. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> All right, we've got the uh do we have the, a name for this TCL phone? Is there like a, an alleged title, like a working title? or No, I think it's just a concept phone, so I'm not sure. 
if uh, if there's like an official name. Like this is actually not even a, it's not a, we got these from sources. This is not an official leak or this is not official yeah, pure rumor from TCL. Mail here, folks. So um I don't think we've got a name for it although Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the idea that it slides out like well, let's describe it a little bit because remember we are an audio podcast too, so somebody might yeah, be listening. So, going yeah, like, oh, this right, is a, hear those jerks with their pictures. It's a concept again. phone. It basically like slides. It slides out from the side to make it the screen. It doubles the the, the width of the screen. Basically, it looks equivalent to like how the Galaxy Fold folds out to phone width. Kind of, yeah, yeah, but no crease. But slides instead of folds. I want to. I'm curious as to how that would allegedly work. Is it in fact two screens that reconnect, or is it some type of flexible stretchable glass i think there's that. some flexible element to it oh I, hopefully at some point we'll, we'll be able to get our hands on it i don't know when uh, or if but when we do we'll definitely give you more details either way that's what i would think is much cooler than a flip phone uh next one's coming in well here's an interesting thought timothy thinks that the flip would actually be very handy for uh, women and people who use makeup as like a tabletop makeup mirror because you can kind of prop it like that what oh, other like a, odd like use cases? Compact. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. other odd use cases do yeah. we see the flip useful for? I mean, that was one of the things that they showed like during their demo, wasn't it? Like in their commercial? Sure, sure. Okay. They also did like a video chat kind of thing Got where it. like you could prop it up that way. Oh yeah, I could see that as a video chat thing. Yeah. I'm also like just get a just get a pop socket for the back of your phone if you want to do that to like prop it up what on a table. What if you don't want to have a pop socket on? Okay, that's also fine. You just like, <laughs> I'm well, sure you'll, just, you'll be happy I shelling pro, out I, the thousand dollars. I prop mine against a bookcase or something. Yeah. Uh, let's take a question from Ben the One. Uh, I don't know what material this glass actually is, but I guess they added like ten percent of glass to the plastic screen. What do we think? So let's let's go back over it again for a couple of uh, late stragglers coming in. What exactly is the build factor in it's, the the? So the top uh, the top layer is like this plastic layer. It's like a, almost like a, a screen protector that that like maliciously people or notoriously people took off on the Galaxy Fold. Below that is like that super super thin layer of glass, but it's so thin that like and it is its own layer. It's not like the ten percent glass. Like they claim it's it's real glass. It's just ultra thin and kind of defeats the purpose of the durability. Like uh, as you mentioned, uh, the Jerry Rig Everything video. Um, they were able to kind of pierce it. Um, it comes from their Samsung, you know, is a conglomerate. It makes a whole bunch of different things, you know, TVs. Uh, they actually do insurance uh, for one, but they also have a display, a separate display business, and it's that display business that supplied the glass for this. So it is legit glass. It's just so thin that it isn't really. It's glass in name, pretty much, or I mean, it's technically glass. It just isn't as durable as your traditional glass phone or display. And apparently some people are kind of butthurt about that. Uh, next one. Okay, this one came in just a few seconds ago, but I'm bumping it to the front because it's a really good question. Uh, and especially relevant to you, Roger. It's about 5G. Okay. Timothy asks, how would the 5G antenna affect the way it would fit inside of these foldable phones? Ooh, so that, that's a great question. Yeah, considering like a 5G antenna itself is not like shaped like a traditional antenna as you would think a big skinny stick coming up right. the top of your car. Uh so I don't I don't believe this is a 5G phone. Um but inevitably when we go down that ne- path you're going to yeah. get a foldable 5G. Neither is the Razer. So a, a couple things there it, the antennas for I'm going to get super wonky like mid and low band uh 5G which is what's being used out in like Europe and Australia. Those antennas are actually you, you could do that. You could fit them in now actually. There would be issues with power 
power uh, consumption. But antenna wise, it's fine. It's really like the millimeter wave that that super high uh, frequency wavelength that like Verizon and AT and T that the U.S. carriers are using. That's where it gets kind of finicky, and um, that's why there's like there's like breakdowns of phones that only use millimeter wave, and there's only their phones that use low band, mid band. Um, that's going to get a little bit better, uh, you know, later this year, and then really next year. Uh, our colleague Shar Tipkin wrote about um, a Qualcomm modem that's coming out, presumably next year. That is much thinner. It's supposed to work in really, really ultra thin phones. Um, so it, it's just it's a matter of time. Like I think it would be kind of tricky to put an uh, antenna into this device per se, especially if you want to get millimeter wave going. Just given how tightly they packed all the components, like they, the, if you look at the iFixit breakdown, they like the printed circuit boards are like stacked on top of each other. It's all just crammed in there. Um, but it, as the stuff gets smaller, especially going into 2021, like it'll be a lot easier to get those antennas in there. Why not just fold the antenna? Are you being serious? I can't they tell just anymore. Just fold everything. You just make them all smaller. <laughs> sure, sure. No, none of that works physically. So uh, that's why you need to have. That's why they cram in certain things here and certain things here, and then there's a little bit of a connector in there. Mm-hmm. So they can nothing inside can fold. Is the issue awful? That is awful. I know. Why can't we get foldable batteries? What a scam. Foldable printed circuit boards. Foldable Alfreds. Uh, foldable. He is kind of foldable. Everything's kind of. foldable if you believe in yourself. Uh, ben the One says, I don't get it since when is glass bendable, even if it is as thin as a hair? In my world, it just makes more breakable, right? And then Matthew Datcher has actually jumped in and pointed out the fiber optics are made of glass. Now, yes. can you, uh, we're not physicists here, believe it or not, uh, but exactly where, where are what are the common ties between uh, fiber optic work and how this glass per se exists yeah. in a folding phone? Uh, so I mean, there is definitely bendable glass, and fiber optics is a great um, it's a great example of that. Just ultra thin, like if you make it thin enough, it can fold. And like I said, Corning has actually shown CNET like in an exclusive, like I think last year, their work on foldable glass, glass that actually can can fold and that's a lot trickier and like there's the there's kind of a compromise in terms of thickness you want it to be thick enough to be durable which is i think the issue here but thin enough that it can actually fold and bend without like severe creases or, or cracking um but it is doable it's absolutely doable um and like samsung has shown it here it is it is glass just ultra ultra thin making it bendable like fiber, fiber optics is a perfect example so yeah when you say ultra thin like how thin is that like like thinner than a sheet of paper or yeah oh okay yeah yeah yeah. like uh well yeah like a sheet of paper is probably a good example maybe even a little bit thinner yeah i think um like, than a piece of tape is that thinner than paper i think tape is thinner than paper sure i don't know yeah sure <laughs> i mean look the the razor has uh a foldable uh thin layer of steel mm-hmm. in their phone so there's a backing that's made of steel and thick steel. How the hell is that going to be able to bend? But it's so thin that it's, I think it's like 0. 0.0 something millimeters. Mm-hmm. It's so thin that it is flexible enough. No, that's cool. So like one of those metal rulers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Except, well, can you fold it? Uh, you I can, mean, you can swing like, it. Fold it. Yeah, you can like, flex it. Yeah, and then it like smacks yes. somebody really hard. God, is that what you did in high school? No, I, that was done to me. Oh, that sucks. Like two days ago. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, moving on before this takes a dark turn. Uh, The next question, let's go ahead and pivot into the Bezos story. Alfred, this one's for you. Bezos has got to feel like, man, I just can't win after getting similar criticism 
for the donations to Australia. Now, Alfred, can you give us a little perspective on this? Yes, you should never look a gift horse in the mouth. However, Jeff Bezos is probably a little too little too late in these cases, would you say? Um, I don't know why this is specifically for me, but um, I guess I'll try to <laughs> break that down. Um, look, like he's the he's like the richest man in the world with like one of the most like powerful companies that's out there. Like I I don't think you know having this mindset of like oh let's give this guy a win like right. no like I don't I don't think that's on like his mindset at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of pity for Jeff Bezos because yeah. he's got just he, he literally could buy like could have money bins that he can swim in like Scrooge McDuck. So he's fine. I think he's okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and Criticism aside, like he can, I, I think he could bear the criticism. He's Yeah. And I'm also like, I honestly think that anything that he does will open the door to criticism. Yeah. Um, because he's such a, you know, like visible person. Absolutely. It, yeah. Like this, I don't think, I, I think it's, it's weird to think about things like this in terms of winning and losing. Right. Uh, it, it just is. And it's and yeah the idea like he can do he can't win in this situation I mean like it's it's whatever like I don't think I don't think that it's not gonna bother this guy at the end of the day no and just real quick uh, we were talking about Giuliani's mistweeted efforts earlier that's uh, something that's not new could do we have any other recollections uh, of other historical let's call it hacking even though a lot of times it's just kind of lousy pranking where this is well know, no this happened to giuliani uh a year ago uh in november 2018 uh like that that was the first time i had seen something like this where um so he, he was t- tweeting something about the g20 and then he like right. he does g-20 period and then like in july after that but he forgot to put a space between the period and the end which is uh made it a url g-20.in um, somebody bought that domain name in like 15 minutes and made it like an anti-Trump website. Um, and Giuliani saw that and thought, oh, Twitter did this to me. Twitter uh, let some hacker right, do this and put right. a link in my tweet. And everyone's part like, of the vast conspiracy. And everyone's just like, no, this is how the internet works, man. You accidentally tweeted out a URL and somebody bought the domain domain name for that. And yeah, like, I mean, I guess it was good that it was like, a, you know, a political message rather than malware right, on it. Right. But yeah, I mean, it happens to him more than it should. Specifically yeah. him, though. because I mean, he, let's be honest. There's plenty of politicians out there who could afford a little uh, online etiquette training. Yeah, that happened. Uh, so during one of the debates, Joe Biden was talking about like some website of his. Mm. I forget what the name of it was, but. He did not register the domain for that. Uh, um, somebody from either the Trump campaign or like one of his supporters um, bought that domain name and made it like a pro-Trump like website. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you're going to say a website, if you're going to tweet out a website, like maybe make sure that it actually exists yeah. uh, um, before it backfires on you. Don't most of these dinosaurs, I apologize. <laughs> That's ageist. Jurassic uh, citizens, uh, don't they have teams of kids who are smart with the Twitters and the social media? They do, trying but to like run defense on this. How does this keep happening? I mean, they do, but like, how often have you worked at a place where you know old managers don't listen to the young ones? I mean, it never happens here. He's talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, we we know. Okay, before we close, we know for a fact Rudy Rudy Giuliani is an active uh, watcher of the show. He's a huge fan. 
uh, Alfred, give him advice <laughs> about how to protect his Twitter in the in the future. Um, I mean, it's not for, even protecting, right? It's just, yeah, honestly, just stop making typos, dude. dude uh, <laughs> physical keyboard. Use a physical keyboard. That don't, was, don't tweet on your phone. Don't tweet on an iPad. That was the other thing, too. The three typos that had happened on uh, Sunday all came from uh, Twitter for iPad. Which is surprising because like an iPad, you know, it's less likely to make... You've got a bigger keyboard there. It's I can almost understand if it was a phone, but an iPad's a big screen. But it's like some of these are errors are like literally he just They're forgets just to put space like right. in between things. Like... On his own website, he put the space after, like, like one of them was, like, he put the space in for no reason. It just all right, no all right. Sense. So, Rudy, I know you're a big fan of the show for whatever reason. Just just buy yourself a physical keyboard. Bluetooth keyboard, man. Save you a lot of trouble. Just make the space bar much larger on that keyboard. Oh, yeah. Just like a giant space bar. <laughs> Coming soon from CNET, I is t- counts down the top five devices to not make terrible political typos. Feel like that's pretty apt, useful. Small number of readers who'd actually take value in that. I think like three of them. Yeah, yeah. but it's pretty valuable. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, if we can help out Rudy, we'd love to help out Rudy. Let's be honest. Maybe. Yeah. I'm yeah. indifferent. Okay, that's a great place to awkwardly end this show. <laughs> uh, we are not comedians. We are just simple reporters. But thanks everybody for joining us. We'll be back again one more time tomorrow. And until then, Roger, go ahead and take us home. Yep. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. As always, if you want to learn more, there are links to all today's stories in the description below. Plus, the show is also available on audio podcast. Links to subscribe there are also in the description. The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. I'm Alfred Ng. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.